1: Back to more John Chuckery. No,
2: no, no, I'm having a good time. Having a good
3: time. Sports Radio 929 The Game.
4: Sports Radio 929 The Game back with the John Chuckery Show live in the Key Studios. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. It is Dave Brubeck's birthday. This is my favorite jazz song of all time, Take Five, one of the all-time classics.
3: Can I actually tell you a very funny story uh-huh. about why this relates to me so hard? Uh huh. I was in jazz band in high school, Had to and play this. And I played the drum set, yeah. and I played this, and I was on the drum set on this song, and I got to play that little drum solo that happens yes. uh, towards the like yep. middle end yep. of the. Yep. Yep. I, I played a drum solo for this song, so yeah, I pl- I, I did drum set during the song during jazz band. This is
4: my favorite jazz song of all time, and it happens to be Dave Brubeck's birthday today. Um, four zero four seven four one zero nine two nine. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Damon says on the text line, "I got an idea. Let's play the game of what does Dylan know? I think he said I didn't know that about ten times tonight. <laughs> People are not happy that you did not know who, who Hosea Williams was. will be okay. Civil rights
3: leader and everything. like will be all right. But anyway, um, I know uh, I do know a lot of things, but there are a lot of things I don't know, and do that's what know, makes me oh, me.
4: I wanted to ask this. Yes." Do you know, are you familiar with the artist called A Boogie With The Hoodie? A Boogie With The Hoodie, yes. You know him? (laughs) I do know A Boogie With The Hoodie. Okay. But you don't know Hosea Williams? I do not. Boogie With The Hoodie. (laughs) Got him down. We're locked in. Yep. Hosea Williams? Not so much. No.
3: But I I am familiar with A Boogie with the Hoodie. He has some good songs out there. He has some good songs.
4: Okay. Uh, Caught up (laughs) with Ken Segura earlier today. um, Covers all things Georgia Tech for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Start off by asking him, what was kind of the final thing that put it over the top for Brent Key to get this job?
2: Well, um, I mean, final, final. I think some of it was, you know, the other candidates I think were – weren't able to come to terms, I think was, you know, or, or and I think, you know, Brent Key won out because I think he was able to, you know, prove it. I, mean, I think he'd won it all along, but I think certainly the way he coached the team over the last eight games and the way the team responded to him were a big part. And then, too, yeah, I think he, for different reasons, proved the best candidate of, of the four, or so that they really dialed it down on.
4: What would you say, you know, everybody points to four and four for, for Brent Key and the record. Do mm-hmm. we have to start talking about You know, bowl game and in in getting back to that level immediately, or is that something that the program has a lot of building to do before we get to that point? Can that discussion be had even as soon as next year about being a bowl team?
2: Um, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, if you you know, I guess if you just if you take it as they went four and four and and they played some pretty good teams. you know, so, you know, Georgia and, and North Carolina, among them, and being Georgia, uh, I, I don't know that it's unreasonable to think that they could do that over a larger stretch and get to 6-6 six and, six and and get to a bowl game. Um, you know, the, the schedule will be, will be similar. They, put, they go to Ole Miss, I remember. They'll play Bowling Green in Georgia, obviously, and ACC schedule, changes a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it, they lose some pieces like you always do, well uh, they've got a, a – you know, lose some linebackers, and they have to figure it out with need the quarterback. Um, you know, once Zach Cryon comes back, and I imagine they'll probably try to add there. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of the team is, is pretty young, so I would think, you know, they'll have those expectations uh, going into next season. Ken
4: Segura joins us on the waitfor.com hotline, covers Georgia Tech for the Atlanta Journal Constitution. So, this is what I've said about the transfer portal. The portal backfired for Georgia Tech this year because your best player by far leaves the program, and I'm watching him run around for Alabama and go nuts uh, for 200 yards at times for Alabama. This program can't afford to have that. I understand it's a new world, but how active do you think Brent Key is willing to be in the transfer portal, and how important is it for a program like Tech who just doesn't bring in star player after star player to once you bring in a kid and develop them, finding a way to keep them here.
1: Um, well, I think
2: to answer I guess both parts of your question. I think they, I would expect them to be active. Um, you know, you look at who they've brought in in the past, uh, like ACU, for instance, as a linebacker is named only ACC. I guess he might be kind of the, the, the what they would hold up as a role model, I guess, for what they can do. He had played them in the middle end, but not so to this extent. Um. Kirk McGowan was another, you know, Devin Cochran was another. They both played inside of the on They have their own practice squads in the NFL. So, um, yeah, they've got a track record, certainly, you know, certainly since, you know, in the time of the portal. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if they went back there again. Um, like I said, linebacker is a spot where they can get more depth, quarterback, wide receiver, or others. I think they always want to get some ground on the offensive line. But, um, so, yeah, I think there's that. But then also, yeah, I think, like you said, uh, you know, Tech, I guess, is maybe at that level. It's something where last year where someone like Jameer Gibbs probably wants to, you know, get better and do more and be seen more, and, and so we need move for him to make. Um, they had, you know, it looks like uh, Nate McCollum, who is arguably the best player wide receiver, he announced he was going to the portal. Um, he had not been – he actually hadn't entered it as of this morning. So it, it makes it think maybe, you know, Brent Key and, and the staff are, are working on trying to keep him here at Tech. But yeah, I think that's a very big part of, of what he's got to do. Um, and he mentioned that yesterday, Brent Key did, that you know, a, the first part of recruiting or or just building a team is making sure guys like Jameer or Nate Nate McCollum aren't leaving you in search of bigger and better. Um, so yeah, that's uh, I'm sure that'll be a big part of what you know what they're doing now and, and, and going forward.
4: So the university is obviously in or Georgia. I shouldn't say university because it's Georgia Tech. Uh, but um, <laughs> yes. but you know Tech is obviously located here in the middle of a major market city. So we're not in mm-hmm. you know Omaha or somewhere like that. So NIL, you know, how does Tech get itself involved? in that and i know you've got a you know we've got obviously the best program in america right now that's an hour and a half away from here but it does feel right. like tech's got to get modernized and they're going to have to get an nil or a lot of the stuff we're talking about let's be honest it's just not going to come to fruition kids kids are not looking to go to a place where there's not that kind of opportunity nowadays
2: yeah um yeah certainly i think i've certainly heard that lament um that that uh from, from tech coaches that there's not a lot going in terms of and now whether it's, you know, indoor, you know legitimate endorsement opportunities uh, from the marketplace or or from collectives. Uh, I think, you know, there's boosters at Tech that are trying to get that going. It hasn't gotten to the point, certainly where it is at other schools, where, you know, they're probably getting, um, you know, five figures or, or more. Um, they're, they're just not to that point yet at, at Tech, um, and we'll see if they get there. Um, obviously, right now is not a point where there, there's a lot of, then, you know, momentum and enthusiasm, I think, it's been building that, but, you know, like the last couple of years, certainly has not been there on either football or basketball side. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I think, you know, on, one, on the one hand, like you said, it is a major market, and, and there's money out there, but on the other hand, you know, tech is, and tech athletes, are, they're, in a, they're smaller fish in a big fishbowl, and, and so, you know, whereas in a, in a town like Athens or, or Tuscaloosa or wherever, you know those guys are, are, are the big deal. That's really not the case right now. And I think it would take for Tech to you know to move up a little bit in the in the hierarchy for the teams to do better and, and for those athletes to get a little more notoriety. Um, you know I think I think you know to Q Tech's credit. I think basketball and they've, they've managed to keep guys even though um, the options aren't great and and it's, it's been interesting. At least it's still very early, but uh, you know. The Exodus you're seeing at other schools around the country and around the southeast isn't hasn't been what it you know you might have expected at, at Georgia Tech at um, least thus far. So you know I think there is going to be said for for culture and, and you know guys wanting to stay for different reasons. But uh, but yeah, I think having a, a, a robust NL uh, offering, I guess whatever form that looks, is, is definitely something they need to do. You know, if not now, certainly in the future.
4: Ken Segura from the Atlanta Journal Constitution covered all things. Georgia Tech joins us here on the Waitforward.com hotline. Is that kind of part of what Jay Bat has brand brought in for? He was a huge fundraiser for Alabama. And, you know, obviously this program, this university, this campus, this everything needs more money infused into it, whether it's NIL or just in general, that's what Jay Bat did for Alabama was do a lot of fundraising. Is that going to be a big component about you know moving forward for tech? Is the ability to bring more money in?
2: Um, certainly, the fundraising side, um, definitely. Uh, like like you said, you had a a really strong track record of fundraising at not just Alabama but East Carolina and Maryland before that. And uh, yeah, there, it's a, a department that is in real need of of, uh, of revenue. Um, so that's one part of it. As far as analog goes, you know, I, I think. You know, there, there's only so so much you can do. I think you can organize donors and encourage them to form collectives and to give, but, you know, you can't go out and solicit people, you know, the way you would for, you know, money for a new locker room or whatever. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, that, but that's only part of, you know, I think that's, you know, these days it's part of what an athletic has to do is, is kind of help organize boosters or point them in their direction as far as getting an out going. Um, you know, I, I think probably the, the first point of, uh, for, that he needs to take care of as far as, you know, the revenue side is getting fundraising going. He's, he's done some things already that I think are, have helped. But, uh, but yeah, I think Charlie know is also part of the part of formula for him.
4: So you had the story about they've, uh, you know, pending a, a background check, they've hired the strength and conditioning coach. But what do you think the coordinators mm-hmm. look like for this team? I mean, are, are they going to have some money to go out and get some guys? You think that – I'm just curious. Like, what what do you think the direction is for the coordinators for this team moving forward is?
2: Um, well, first, I, sound, I think, you know, from, indications are that, that Andrew Tacco, the defensive coordinator, is going to stay. Um, but as far as the offensive coordinator goes, uh, yeah, there's nothing there. I, I've been told that there's actually a – you know, the, the salary pool has been increased for for the staff, which is uh, a little surprised to hear, but it's certainly an encouraging thing for Brent Key. Um, but as far as, yeah, so I would think that they'll go after to something that's probably established. I don't, I, I don't know names, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think they're, they, you know, I think mean, my guess is Brent, has a pretty good, idea what he's going to do, we may hear about it before, before too long, but, um, but I don't think it's going to, be a situation where they have to go and, uh, and, you know, find someone's below market that, you know, maybe just got fired or whatever. So it's, it's uh, an encouraging thing for, for the, for the program.
4: How long I, – I, there's no way to quantify this, I understand. But, mm-hmm. you know, the Jeff Collins regime did not last very long. And he had ties to tech, and there was a lot of oh. hype and hoopla and all that. But it mm-hmm. is about winning football games. You know, is Brent Key a guy because he's an alum and different things like that and took over a program and found success? You think he's got a longer leash now because – you know, again, the basketball program, Mm -hmm. remember we had three coaches at once that were getting paid. They don't, I'm (laughs) I'm assuming they don't want to get back into that kind of cycle again. So you think Brent Key gets probably a longer leash, even if things don't go very
2: well for him out of the gate? Um, boy, I would say this, if, if they win three games a year for the next three years, I think he'll be in the same kind of hot water that Jeff Collins was. Um. You know, I think, and I, it's funny. Like you, when to go back to when we started at the beginning, you know, I, I would think the expectations are going to be a little bit higher uh, at this point. You know, in part because of right. you know what Brent did to start, um, but I think, I think you know, I think he's got something going for him. And like you said, he's a, he's an alumnus, and he, it's clear he cares a ton about the school and and the kids have, have rallied behind him, and so that that I guess buys him you know some more. I don't know goodwill, uh, but obviously, like, yeah, that that only lasts for so long. But I think, um, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't like you know, I, I, I don't think if if you were to yeah to win nine games over the next three years, he'd have any more time than Jeff Collins would. And obviously, you're saying your your point is valid about they do have some financial constraints or significant ones. But um, my guess is that you know the way Brent Keith's contract is set up. Um, it, 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 it may make it easier to move on if I have to, but um, but uh, but yeah, I don't. To, to be an open the question, yeah, I, I don't necessarily think that he's going to get any any more more time than, than Jeff Collins did to, to, to get things going.
4: Check out all of his work at AJC.com. Ken Segura covers all things Georgia Tech for the Atlanta Journal Constitution and joined us here on the Wait4.com hotline. You can follow him on his Twitter page at KSeguraAJC. Kenny, as always, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for a few minutes. It's going to be an interesting, you know, sp- you know winter, spring, recruiting. A lot uh, going on over at Tech. So thanks, as always, man, for a few minutes.
2: Yeah, my pleasure, John.
4: You got it, John Chuck. We'll be back. Sports Radio, ninety two in the game odyssey.com app.
1: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
4: Back to more John Cuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's Radio 929 on the game. Back with the John Chucky Show. Brown liquor music hour rolling right along. We uh, head to the top of the hour. Atlanta Soccer Tonight will take place. Jason Longshore and Jess Sharman. They will uh, take you for an hour. Recap everything going on in the World Cup. Hey, uh, the BetQL app uses proven data and analytics to help you make smarter bets. Losing money is no fun, but winning is. Get started today. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com. And a Hawks fan's got a new podcast for you, Nothing But Nest. Caleb Johnson, Deshaun Tate, they give you all the insight you need on your favorite basketball team. Check them out free on the Odyssey app wherever you get your podcast from, the Nothing But Nest podcast. If I got all the reads done, can we be done with uh, all that good uh, kind of stuff? Anyway, um, we got rank 'em coming up here in 20 minutes uh, from right now. Chuck, so, yes. Before we get into the
3: segment, yes. I actually um... – have a funny thing that's about to happen okay so apparently uh i am closer to um hosea williams than i thought i was and to explain why um she texted me and told me why but i don't want to tell you but my mother is on the line okay and and she's going to tell the story real quick
4: here she is now what's your mother's first name her name is julie 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 how are you this evening I'm good. How are you? I am great. I am great. Thank you so much for joining us tonight.
2: So I was driving down the road and almost ran off the road when I heard Dylan say he didn't know who Josea Williams was.
4: I, I understand. I've done that a few times myself, so I, I, I know where you're coming from.
2: <laughs> I just caught the tail end of the conversation. I heard him say that he remembered playing a drum solo in high school for band, jazz band, mm-hmm. but he doesn't remember in middle school when my good friend Deborah Allen and I took him and his friend Josh on Thanksgiving Day to the old Brave Stadium to volunteer for Hosea Williams Feed the Hungry to t- try to teach him a little history.
4: Sure. Yeah. I, I, I Again, I don't remember that at all. Oh, boy. Uh, we, we've got our hands full. We, you know, we, we've, we've got our hands full. So we,
2: um,
4: yeah, I, I, I have
2: failed as a parent apparently.
4: No, no, no. You've done a great job. He is a fine young man. We just have to, we, we have to, we have to just kind of polish up a little bit, tweak it a little bit, twist it a little bit here and there. I mean, you did a great job. He's a great kid. I love Dylan. He's, he's fantastic. So, uh, I thank you though for sharing the story and, uh, listen, now, if you if you hear me rub my eyes at times on air, it's because of things like that. But, uh, no, we love Dylan. He's a good kid. Thank you so much. And, uh, listen, we, we're we getting him closer and closer every day. I'm, I'm expanding his horizons <laughs> I, I of knowledge. I
2: appreciate that. <laughs> All
4: right. Bye, Mom. <laughs> yes. Bye, I mean, we, we have to expand your horizon of knowledge in there. Now, somebody asked if you know who Shirley Temple is. I
3: do. I actually I know Shirley Temple and I've had the drink too. I've had both. I love animal crackers in my My soup. soup. Mm -hmm. Monkeys and rabbits. Loop the loop. I
4: remember seeing those commercials. That that was awesome. I I'm surprised. I'm surprised you knew that it was a person I figured you yep. knew the drink. Yeah, I've had the
3: drink but before. I'm I I'm surprised
4: know the drink. you knew it was a person.
3: Yep, I sure did. Okay. I remember seeing the Shirley Temple commercials and her little movies, and I I will never ever forget Animal Crackers in
4: my soup. I'll never forget that. And somebody said um that since it is Boogie with the hoodie's birthday <laughs> uh, today. Because it is his birthday today.
3: I didn't see I, I know who it is, but I did not know it was yeah. his birthday. What what's
4: his biggest hit song?
3: Oh, uh phew. What's that one called? I, I don't listen to him like that. I have to look it up. If I saw it and heard it, I would know okay. it's his biggest song, but I can't name it.
4: Does, does he have head. a hit?
3: He does have a hit. Okay. He does. A hit? He, he, maybe two, but really just one. He okay. really just has
4: one hit. Okay. It's nothing that special, though? Nah,
3: it's nothing that special. I mean, it's a catchy song, but like it's it's not that deep. Okay. All right. So He's no
4: Drake. No, no. I I don't. It, listen, I, I can't. I'll be honest with you. I will fully admit in the depth of knowledge that I have of all things in this life and universe, I am not familiar with the work of Boogie, uh, Boogie with the Hoodie.
3: His Okay, this, this is his best song. It's called Drowning.
4: Okay. Yeah, yep. that's what I want to do a few times tonight. <laughs> can, can, I, can I tell you that there were several moments tonight when I thought you know if I just drown myself it just might be easier. So <laughs> if I could take this bottle of water and just pour it in this bowl and then just put my face in it and stop breathing that might just be easier than some of this stuff but
3: anyway. But apparently I went to one of Jose
4: Williams's uh Turkey Drive well, thing, food drive. Well, again things. he 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 would do the he would do the, you know, feeding the homeless at Thanksgiving. Like like they had a, it was a big deal and and you know people could go you know, get obviously a Thanksgiving meal and stuff like that. So he right. was huge with all that's. He was a civil rights leader, but later in life, he became the, you know, feeding the homeless, you know, for Jose Williams. And it was a huge event here in Atlanta um, for him to do that every Thanksgiving. I, don't, I, I literally have
3: zero recollection of doing that. And I remember a lot from middle school, but I do not remember that at all. But you'd
4: probably remember going to a Boogie with the Hoodie concert or something. No, like that, I, one,
3: there. I would never go to a, a Boogie with the Hoodie concert because you think I don't ever put like on him a concert.
4: Like that. You think, you think you think Boogie with the hoodie actually had a world tour or anything like that? I'm sure he's
3: gone on tour before. You know, he's been out for a little while now. I'm sure he's gone on tour, but I wouldn't pay money to see Any him. Any idea where he's from? No. Okay. I think he's from, he might be from New York. I can't remember. I have to look it up. I think he possibly is from, like, New York, around okay. there. Okay. I'm, he's not from here, though, right? Like I don't think so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. I'll have a, I'll have an answer for you in just a second.
4: Okay. All right. So we'll, we'll, we'll get all the latest on Boogie with the Hoodie, as it is his birthday. We don't. Yeah. He, wanna... Yeah. He's from Highbridge, New York. Okay. Okay.
3: How old is he? Uh, let's see. I don't. I don't know. See. I see. What I. Years I is he born in? I'm. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna find out here for you. You don't have his bio right there. Nope. That's
4: because you're not boogieing with the hoodie.
3: <laughs> exactly. I don't. <laughs> I don't like a boogie with
4: the hoodie that much. <sighs> <laughs> I'll tell you. Anyway, it's uh, it's quite the times. By the way, we got Rankum coming up here at uh, 1040. So hit us up on uh, our Twitter page at JMCH316. He's at underscore Dylan Matthews, 4047410929. So he's 27. Okay. Yeah. Today he turned 27. I, I, he didn't look like he was very old. So I nah. figured. So he's your age.
3: Yeah, he was born December 6, 1995, So a year okay. before me. So that puts him at 19, okay. that puts him at twenty
4: seven. So you never boogied with the hoodie. I right? I can't confirm. Yeah, I've never I, boogied I, with the hoodie. I I've I boogied. I've worn a hoodie, <laughs> but I've never boogied with the hoodie. Okay, I've done both individually, but I've never been out and done the boogie with the hoodie. You've never bo- you've never now, boogied in a now, hoodie. I, I, listen, I I plenty of nights in my life that I've been out and about bell bottoms and places. I did boogie. And there's been plenty of times where I've worn a hoodie, and Randy Mack got me an Akron U hoodie several years ago. I have my Akron U, so I've I've boogied, I've worn the hoodie, but I've never boogied with the hoodie. <laughs> so that's one of those things that, uh, in my 51 years of life now, that that I've I've never boogied with the hoodie. Well, it's getting cold out now. You could boogie with the hoodie yeah, now. Yeah, trust me, it's been very cold at these Falcons games here of, of late. But anyway, so. We'll get to rank them coming up here in uh, in just a few minutes. So, hit us up on the text line, 447-410-929 at JMCH316 at underscore Dylan Matthews. We'll get to rank them next. Sports Radio and in the Game, Odyssey.com app.
1: Back to more John Chuckery. Yeah, no, no, I'm having a good
4: time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, the Game. Sports Radio 929 the game back with you on the John Chuckery show, live in the Key Studios. We're heading to the top of the hour. Atlanta Soccer tonight comes up afterward. Jason Longshore, Jess Sharman, get you all caught up on all the action in the World Cup. So there's no more US in the World Cup, right? Like that loss, that's it. Yes, they are okay. done. Okay. So were we shocked that they lost the way that they did? I mean, no. Three one to the Netherlands. I think no. Aren't the Netherlands, like, the number four team in the world or something like that? Something like that. They're pretty yeah. good. Yeah.
3: yeah we, we, we were completely shocked. There was, like, an outside chance that we maybe could win because yeah. I think they had some people, like, hurt or something. But
4: I thought we had a great interview with Kevin Egan about that last week. Oh, yeah. About the fact that, you know, that we don't have the striker that we need. And I, now, all of a sudden, I'm hearing a bunch of people talk about how much we need a striker. I'm thinking to myself, well, all you do is listen to Kevin Egan's interview. And exactly. we told you that
3: already. Right. You already knew. I yeah. mean, hey,
4: 36 months advance in a year, right? Yeah. I mean, you didn't have to wait till everything was over to start saying all that. Uh-uh. I mean, we already knew. Yep. 404-741-0929. Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Odyssey App site. Catch on the go. At JMCH 316. At underscore Dylan Matthews. Used to have a little bit of fun on the weekends. We would pick Hugh's brain. Pick Randy's brain. Sometimes I'd give him a list of things to put in order. We decided to steal it. We call this segment...
3: Rank them. All right, Chuck. So earlier we gave our top 10 radio personalities of all time during That's Life. So it oh, got me thinking. This is this is a good one. From oh, the, yes.
4: From the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Yes. Um, I've been listening to the podcast, and I am sad to learn that this guy, John, is a racist. I have noticed that he never says anything good about black people. Oh, my god! And gosh. he said he loves Neil Bortz and Rush Limbaugh. We all know how they feel about black folks. Just well, be fair, and that's all, and it's a shame you should at least be fair. Well,
3: I am black, and I can say wholeheartedly that, John, you are <laughs> you
4: are not a racist. He's got me all figured out. I, I, I <laughs> thought I could fool him. I thought I could trick him into all of it. So here's the thing about me, okay? I hate everybody equally. Yes, Okay. that is true. Right? I I, I make no bones about it. I don't like anybody. Right. You know, I I like my daughter. Yep. Love my daughter. Yeah. But outside of that, you know, I'm good. You know, like, I stay to myself.
3: You're indifferent either way. Yeah,
4: I I hate everybody on an (laughs) equal basis. So
3: Doesn't matter if you're purple, green, white, black, red, yellow. Doesn't matter.
4: Nope. It doesn't matter if you're old, you're young. Right. You know, I want (laughs) to run you down with my car just as much at 25 as I do 75.
3: (laughs) Okay. So that set that straight. I, I think okay, I think you okay. did. Just want to be sure.
4: I we got that. Want to be sure that there was no misleading statements in all of that. Nah, I, th- I think you made it pretty okay. clear. That's good. That's
3: good. <laughs> Would you rather co-host with Howard Stern, Rush Limbaugh, Pat McAfee, or is it his name, the Grease Man? Right? Yeah. Who would you uh, rather co-host with? Give
4: me the grease, man, because we'd have a good time. That would be a lot of fun. Give me him, number one. Okay. Give me McAfee, number two. Oh yeah, uh, you be, and McAfee be would be great. Yeah, we, I'd love. I love Pat McAfee. I I I think he's very very talented. Yeah. Um, let's see, Limbaugh and who was the other one? Howard Stern. Oh, give me Stern three and Limbaugh four. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. All right. Does that still make me a racist? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know. Let me say it in my that's Neil Bortz a- voice. You're a racist. <laughs>
3: Okay, um, we have some interesting national days today. I did not look Chuck. those up today. I forgot to look those up. So, so what you got? I'm going to give you all of them. You're not going to rank all of these, obviously, because there's only four. But I'm gonna, just because you haven't seen them today. I'm going to give you all of them. So, World Trick Shot Day, okay. Saint Nicholas Day,
4: National Nashua- today? is Saint Nicholas
3: Day, right? It's, it's December s- exactly. Yeah. National Pawn Brokers Day. Okay. National Miners Day. Okay. Like minor. I think I mean like they spelled it like a gold miner. Yes. Just yes, a, yeah, yeah. Yes. So uh, National Microwave Oven Day.
4: Okay. And National. I if
3: today, I wonder if
4: the microwave oven was invented today. It could have been. That's a good call. Or nat- do you know I remember? Do you know I remember when the microwave oven was invented? You are alive. Yeah. When it was invented. Yeah. That's crazy they used to be about this big. They were huge. Oh, they were expensive, too. I microwave bet. ovens were very expensive. Everybody was all worried about you're going to get cancer from your microwave oven and everything.
3: Well, how's that gone? Yeah. That hasn't stood true to the test of time. And the last one is National uh, Gazpacho Gaspacho Day. Yeah, that's a soup.
4: Gazpacho is a soup. Gazpacho, that's yeah, right. It's yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> yeah, it's not a very good soup.
3: Okay, well, how do you rank these days out of these four? Okay. National Prom- Palm Brokers Day, National Miners Day, National Gazpacho Day or
4: National Microwave Oven Day? Well, Microwave Oven goes one. Gazpacho sure. is going to go at the very bottom. That's a horrible <laughs> soup. Um, I'll take the miners because I like gold mining. And uh-huh. um, what was the other one? Pawn brokers. Yeah, give me a Pawn Broker. I don't go to very many Pawn Shops.
3: Yeah, same.
4: I like that show that they had. They used to have that on oh, pawn, yeah. um, pawn Stars. Pawn Stars. Pawn Stars. So, all right, let me grab, uh, let's see. First, let me grab our buddy Marco. Um Rank these lead guitarists for your imaginary band: George Harrison, Jimi Hendrix, Eddie Van Halen, Keith Richards. Well, Eddie Van Halen is my favorite guitarist of all time, so he goes one. Hendrix number two, my second favorite uh, guitarist. Give me George Harrison three, Keith Richards four. Um, from uh, I thought I saw, another one here from our buddy Alvy Cohen. Yo MTV Raps, 120 minutes, Headbangers Ball. Unplugged. Well, I gotta listen. I gotta do Yo MTV Raps. That's my guy Ed Lover. Um, give me that one, Headbangers Ball Two. Give me Unplugged Three, which is a pretty good concert series for its time. And then uh, 120 Minutes, number four. All right, moving right along here. I'm
3: glad you uh brought up uh the minors and all that stuff. That but um, worst job, rank them being a minor. A crab fisherman, like you you, have you watched?
4: Like an M I N O R or a M I N E R? (laughs) M I N E R, like a gold
3: miner. Okay. All right. So this this is the worst. How would you rank them if they were the worst? Um, Being a a miner, we could say gold miner or whatever. A crab fisherman, like the guys on Deadliest Catch. Yeah. Yeah. um, A janitor or a telemarketer? Rank them.
4: Well, I've been a telemarketer. Um, Give me a miner, number one, because that sounds like something from like. 1879 I hear like, like those that.
3: jobs like absolutely suck.
4: Yeah, like coal mining would not be fun. Yeah, um, so that goes number 1. Um I'll take telemarketing too. That's an awful job. Yeah. Um, crab fisherman, what was the other one? A janitor. Um give me give me crab fisherman through and janitor's not a bad job. I, I hate cleaning,
3: on. so I had to put it on there. Okay.
4: Uh let's see here. From our buddy Rusty, where I saw his list. All right. Characters from the movie Friday: Smokey, which is Chris Tucker; Smokey. the Dad, um, John Witherspoon; yeah, uh, Big Worm, and Craig Ice Cube. Um, well, give me Chris Tucker one. I'm a Chris Tucker guy all the way. So give me him <laughs> number one. Um, I thought they'd have uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Debo. Debo. Yeah. yeah. I thought Debo <laughs> would be on the list. Um, so give me give me Craig number two. Give me the Dad number three. John Witherspoon's very funny. He's very hilarious. Funny guy. And give me big worm number four.
3: Yeah, I like that. I would have ranked it the same way. Okay, since because today- you're a racist too, <laughs> right? I de- most definitely am. <laughs> All right. So, in honor, Wait, hold of- on, let me say it the right yeah, way. Yeah. You're a
4: racist.
3: <laughs> okay, in honor of National Microwave Ra- of Day. Ra- in honor of National Microwave Oven Day. How do you rank Ugh. these uh, microwave? These I'm trying to of think these... what
4: I'm more disappointed. Let's see, I'm yeah. a racist, or you didn't know who Hosea Williams
3: is? It's got to be the racist. Yeah,
4: yeah. Is Does you not knowing Hosea Williams make you a racist? Probably. Okay.
3: It has to. I just to be sure. Yeah. I mean, er, 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 anything that you don't know probably makes you a racist, right? That's true. Yes. Yeah. All right, so best microwave foods, Hot Pocket, Tostino's Pizza well, Rolls. Po-
4: Hot Pocket's going number four. Oh,
3: okay. T.J.I. Friday's mozzarella sticks. And this might be an unpopular opinion because I know you're supposed to put them in the toaster. Yes. But Pop-Tarts are very good. You put a you put Pop-Tarts
4: in the microwave for 20 seconds, you're golden. I thought you had to put the Friday's thing in the uh, toaster oven, too. The, probably. The I mean, you sticks. could, but you could also put them in the microwave. So the cheese sticks, Pop-Tarts, what was the other one?
3: Uh, Tostino's
4: Pizza Rolls. give right, me Pop-Tarts. that one number one. Pizza yeah. Rolls are always number one. Facts. Um, give me the cheese sticks, too, and Pop-Tarts 3. But those hot pockets. Hot pockets are actually not good. Awful. Yeah. No, they're awful. I, I don't like hot Does pockets. Does that make at you a racist if you don't like hot pockets? Almost definitely. Okay.
3: That's everything so everybody hate, stands if against. If I hate
4: hot pockets, that makes me a racist. If I don't say anything good about hot pockets, am I a racist toward hot pockets? You're a racist towards everybody, not okay. just hot pockets. Uh, from Jay in the Truck, Ronnie Isley, Teddy Pentagrass, Jeffrey Osborne, Eddie LaVert. Well, give me TP1. Um, give me Eddie LaVert 2. Give me Ronnie Isley, three, and give me Jeffrey Osborne, four. All right. Last one here for you, Chuck. Does that make me a racist if I put uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Osborne, number four? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because the other guys are black, too. So <laughs> uh, You're still racist. Okay. Because
3: right. you, you didn't put him first.
4: <sighs> <sighs> uh, from – oh, uh, uh, God, now my brain just went dead. Um, our guy in the text line. Uh, Rusty. Rusty, yeah. Rusty. Tony, 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 Bell, Biv, DeVoe, Confunction, Boys to Men. Um, Boys the Men 1, Tony, Tony, Tony 2, Belle Biv Devo 3, Confunction 4. Does that make me a racist because I put them 4? Yes. Since they're all black groups? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, what you got?
3: All right, last one here. The worst foods to microwave. French fries, fish, chicken fish wings. Fish
4: is the worst to microwave. That's one. Yeah.
3: Fish, chicken wings, or like... If you have, say, like you have a, a regular ham sandwich, like that, you would usually eat cold. If you tried to put that right. in the microwave,
4: uh, the sandwich number two, yeah, wings, a uh, fries three because they never come out right once never. they're cooked, yeah, and then wings four. Wings actually come out pretty good in the microwave.
3: They do. do. They're them. they're a little bit better yeah. if you put them in the oven. Obviously, I mean yeah. everything's yeah. better if you put right. in the oven, but, but wings aren't bad wings. in the microwave. I mean, yeah,
4: the whole key about microwaving is low. Like go yes. low power. Yes, because like, I mean if you I, I cook everything at a low power, like 10, 20, 30. like yeah. I cook everything. Low power, heat up, anything like that. So, all right, when we get back, we'll wrap it up with the races, The Love TKO of in the Key Studios. Sports Radio Nights on the Game, Odyssey.com. Attention, adoring fans. Back
1: to more John Chuckery. Hey, folks, how you doing? Sports Radio 929 The Game.
4: Sports Radio, 92.9 of the game. We're wrapping things up on the John Chuckery Show. we we'll always do with that love, TKO. Hawks basketball coming up tomorrow night. We'll be on afterward until midnight. Before we get out of here, though, I'm going to let you listen to what is the greatest opening lyric in all of music history.
2: Looking back all my, my years, I guess I shed some tears.
4: Hawks need to win, that's for sure. They'll be up in the Gotham to take on the Knicks. Knicks are not a very good basketball team, so a couple of games back-to-back up in New York as they'll be in uh, Madison Square Garden to take on the Knicks on Wednesday. Then Friday, they will take on the Brooklyn Nets. Both games are the pregame at 7 o'clock, 7.30. Tip Steve Holman will be on the call for you there. And uh, again, Hawks need to try to find a way to at least split uh, these couple of games before uh before they get back here at home and play the uh, the Bulls, who are not very good, by the way, they play them on Sunday. So we'll see what uh, what happens. Though, hopefully, no angst, no drama. Hopefully, Trey Young shows up for the game. And we don't have to have any special press conferences or anything like that with it. So hopefully, all of that is calmed down and uh, and ready to go. So we'll see what uh, what happens uh, out there. So, but yeah, we will be on with you after the game until midnight. So we'll. Uh, have a little bit of fun with you here, as so hopefully we'll be celebrating a Hawks victory, and uh, they should be able to beat the Knicks. You would think I say that, but at least Bogey's back now. Finally got Bogey back uh, in the mix. So sounds like uh, if I'm right, Dylan, we're still probably a couple of weeks away from Hunter and Collins being available. Like anytime the Hawks tell me that somebody's about a week away, that means they're four months away. Like if some if like they yeah. they said about a week or two. So I'm guessing about a month from now, like we'll see them next calendar year. Right. (laughs) We'll see them until 2023. I mean, that's what they – anytime they say that, it's like, yeah, should be back in about a week or two, and then it's like 2023 is when we'll see all of them uh, out there. So, all right, we got Atlanta soccer tonight coming up here next. Jason Longshore, Jess Sharman recapping everything going on with the World Cup. So we got to get out of here. We'll be back with you after Hawks basketball tomorrow. For Dylan, it's Chuckery, the –